A week no longer greatness has arrived. Welcome to the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. I am your host, Joseph, a.k.a. Mr. Badbit, and it is here where me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest, the greatest in all things PlayStation. Of course, you can listen to this show wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube at BadBit Games. And if you like what you hear, please consider dropping us a five-star review on iTunes, a.k.a. Apple Podcasts. Or if you really, really like us, drop a buck our way over at patreon.com slash badbit. So with all that said, and with all that out of the way, the greatest co-host whoever is, whoever will be, Mr. Kyle Stevenson, how are you say? Doing fantastic. Oh, you're sounding so much nicer. Yeah, the, it came in a day earlier. I was supposed to, I was supposed to pick it up tomorrow. Yeah, but I saw the email that was already picked and ready to pick up. It's like, you know what? Let's do it because I knew we were going to record tonight. So, dude, yeah, I'm I'm liking it so Here far. It is. You know, this is this is awesome. So, if y'all don't know, uh, Kyle ordered a new mic. You know, because y'all support us on Patreon, we're able mm-hmm. to subsidize that for him. And yeah, now we both have two really awesome mics. Yeah, we sound I got the, beautiful now. I got the pop filter on its way and the shock mount coming hopefully next week. So it's going to be even better. Yeah. It's dude, it's nice. This making money moves over here at the trophy room. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. And uh this weekend my green screen should be coming in. Whew. Yeah. So thumbnails oh, are gonna... I can't wait for that new weekly challenge. Photoshop bad buttons somewhere. <laughs> that is the Patreon tier if I've ever heard it. <laughs> Kyle, listen. Where is Batman today? <laughs> It's like where in the world is Not Carmen Batman, San Diego? Bad yeah. yeah. <laughs> bit fine. I love it. Uh Kyle, listen. This week has been the busiest week we've ever been on the trophy room. We put mm-hmm. out three podcasts uh this week. One predicting the PlayStation 5 showcase. Then we streamed the PlayStation 5 showcase, which the reactions that stream should be up sometime in the weekend over at Bad Big Games. We did the reactions to said event on podcast services our most popular episode ever awesome thank you so much and now today we're covering the aftermath that is the playstation 5 pre-orders maybe you almost think like we're going daily with the show almost and honestly <laughs> almost. i don't know how other podcasts do it because it's <laughs> it's a lot but today we're talking about the PlayStation 5 pre-order epidemic awfulness going on. We're going to be talking about Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Horizon Zero Dawn, and Sackboy Adventures not being a PlayStation 5 exclusive. We're going to talk about Sony's words when it comes to cross-generation play, cross-generation games, and PlayStation 5 backwards compatibility. We're covering it all here today. So with that, Usually, each and every week, me and my best friend Kyle, we talk about the latest, greatest, all things PlayStation, and usually we start the show up with what you've been playing, but Kyle, I got a new question for you. What's your pre-order? What's your, what's your pre-order? Yeah. That's good. Uh, yeah. Since the latest and greatest is now here, um, I pre-ordered at GameStop. Yeah. I... So for me, I've said this multiple times over the show, over the couple of years now we've been doing it. I can't just dump one lump sum on on a console. I like that I can go to GameStop and kind of nickel and dime my way up until release and pay it as I go with either trade-ins or like a little bit here, a little bit there. So that way that on the day that it releases, it's not a big blow yeah. to my, you know, my checking account. So 
I called up GameStop before I went just to make sure because it's a 50 minute drive. I'm not driving there for nothing. Ooh. Um, so I called up and before I could even say hello, he was like, uh, yep, yeah, nope, we're not taking pre-orders on the PlayStation 5. How can I help you? And then I said, oh, I'm calling to see if that's the case. Then what time tomorrow can I come in is what I asked. And then he goes, oh, no, no, no. Actually, you know what? We are doing pre-orders. But they're moving fast. You got to come down here quick. I was like, all right, bye. I'll see you there. And then I raced there in what usually takes me 15 minutes. It took me seven. I don't know how I cut that down in half. And as I pulled up, I saw if you ever go into a GameStop around like a major console release. Yeah. um, They have a little paper with how many allotted pre-orders they have in the store. And that was already up there. And I saw PS5 physical edition with the disk drive. The number 14. And then digital with no disk drive with the number 4. So there was a 10 unit difference between physical and, and digital. And I walk up there very nervous because there there's three people in the store and they're all talking about pre-ordering the PS5. I was like, oh god, please. Please. <laughs> I walk up. I end up nebbing 8 out of 14 of the physical. Nice. So I was lucky enough to have it. I, I don't have to worry about it. We'll talk about it a little bit in a little bit. I feel so bad for everybody else that went through the hell that was last night after the conference. Um, but yeah, I pre-ordered the PS5 physical, an extra DualSense controller, the charging station, the headset, the media remote, because I'm weird like that, mm-hmm. and then Miles Morales Ultimate, Sackboy, and Demon Souls. Wow. That that is my launch. I know it's a lot, but I'm trading in systems, I'm trading mm-hmm. in games. There's already trade in bonuses, so like it's not too bad. Okay. Okay. It's not too bad. I uh yeah, it's been difficult. <laughs> These days have not been easy for for poor old Mr. Badbit here. Um first off, shout out to Hypecaster Antonio Guillen. He's a he's a the man behind Absolutely. the overlay over at uh uh, yeah, Hypecaster on, on Twitter. Um, I'm just editing the show. I'm expecting Sony to, you know, I'm taking them at their word. That was my, that was my first mm-hmm. mistake. And, um, and then Hype just like, here, it's at Walmart. He shoots me a, a DM link and I pre order it there. Yeah. I, I got the same DM. Yeah. Okay. He's good. Cause swell, I was like, swell guy. Yeah. Swell guy. I was like, make sure you, you, you message Kyle. So he was yeah, far ahead he of definitely it. Definitely did. And, um, yeah. I don't like Walmart. It's not my place. It's not my scene. But yeah. it, if I got to do it, I got to do it. And the way I, I saw it, like the way I'm thinking about it, it's not confirmed, confirmed. So like there's not a hold on my card. So it's mm. it's very loose for me. So then I took a risk today. I was like, yeah. I'm putting it on credit, baby. I saw <laughs> Target opened up pre-orders. And uh, and that's what I did. I, I went to Target. Clicked it right as Wario sixty four like shot out the link, and I got the disc drive edition. Um, so right now as well as we're recording the show, my eye is locked on the wall uh, the Walmart digital PS four because that's the one I want. I don't want the disc. I want to get rid of it. I want to go f- solely into the digital future. And so as of recording, it should go live awfully soon. So Kyle, give me. Real talk, just between you and me as we're recording, it, when it's like two minutes before nine p.m. Yeah, just tell me. <laughs> sure, if I remember, yeah. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're my only firewall to getting the console I want. 
But yeah, it's uh it's 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 embarrassing if I'm Sony. I am aggravated for everyone who can't get their hands on it, but I also have an announcement. I have been chosen. I have yeah, screw the you. select few that Jim Ryan personally came down and to his laptop, emailed me personally. He says, you're qualified. You're one of Jim's chosen. <laughs> so on Friday, hopefully I'll be able to pre-order directly from PlayStation. But it looks like this, this is the first console launch, Kyle, that I'm not going to be at a GameStop picking it up. I'm not going to be at a physical location. I'm going to have to wait for, you know, the UPS guy to get my hands on this. And that's where my anxiety comes in of like, someone's going to just nab it on my porch. You know what I mean? Yeah. First of all, I hate you. Second okay. of all, fair, <laughs> not the <laughs> not first, really. not the last. No, it's just, and if you're watching the video version, I was very angry when he was talking about being the chosen one. Cause how dare you PlayStation? I've been hmm. a PlayStation fan forever. The only console that I've fully owned from PlayStation one, all the way up through PS4, including PSPs and PS Vitas and the VR. And I'm not chosen. Over 40 Platinums, 5,000 trophies. I buy, I've been a PS Plus subscriber for years with no laps. Come on, Sony. Come on, Jim. We are Throw here Kyle to bone over here. the wheat from the and this guy. This guy who who jumped on board on the PS4 era gets one? Mm. One of the chosen ones? Yes. Unfair. Unfair. I have been worthy. I am Fake but news. strong amongst the meek, amongst the weak. I have been chosen. Yeah, man. So I'm excited. Hopefully they give me like five minutes so I can pre-order the one I want, the headset, the extra controller. That's what well, I'm really about. How that works is you click the you click the link. Yeah, it's like a personal. And you're link. you're in a in in a uh, waiting queue, <sighs> and you just stay in there. And then when it's your turn, you'll you'll order one. You'll be good. That one's that one's good. You're you think good. so? One hundred percent. I think you're good. All right. Yeah. But and and at that point, like if I get the disc version, I just get the disc version. That's that's it. But. I'm hoping for digital because I'm tired of the discs. I'm not planning on picking up any discs. It is what it is. Oh, man, With your steelbook days are over. What's that? Your steelbook days are over. Well. No, no, you said it. Don't want discs anymore. Buy steelbooks. If it's like Bloodborne 2, yes. No, mm -mm, no, you can't go back. You said goodbye discs. <sighs> All right. But I didn't say goodbye to the to, to the nope, case. Nope. Mm -mm, uh, all right. Mm -mm. All right. You know you what? You said all digital. It's the future. You're you're a sour grape today. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you get for being a chosen one, and That's I'm not. True. The weak amongst the, <laughs> the strong come amongst back with the weak. A, come back with a white robe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't with see your face. <laughs> oh yeah. God. Kyle, listen, we got a lot to talk about yet again, mm -hmm. but before we do. It's time for the Patreon pitch. Of course, uh, this show, I mean, the support we've gotten over the past few weeks, the past months have been incredible. And like I always say, if we've ever gotten you through a long car ride, a tough day at work, getting you through the whole COVID situation, it really means a lot. You toss a buck our way over at patreon.com slash bad bit. It's what's affording us to sound so good, to look even better soon. Uh, and really thank you all so much. Thank you to our newest patron. 
which might have the coolest fucking name I've ever heard in my life. DJ Easy Cheese. What a, what a, what an awesome human being. What a clever son of a gun. Yeah. Our newest bronze member. I want to thank our gold members, Ryan Grant, Gavin Goffrey, Griffin West, Robbie Bobby Miller, Corey Schofelder, Erica Scherer, Jose Jimenez. Thank you all so much. And our silver plus members, Marcus O'Neill, Ray Martinez, JB, the Purple Monkey, and Tim Ulf himself. Again, thank you all so much for supporting the show the way you do. And with that, Kyle, it's time to square up the news. This one comes from Gene Park over at the Washington Post. Untangling the PlayStation 5 pre-order mess and where to get one. After Sony unveiled the November 12th launch date and prices for the PlayStation 5 devices, people were armed with less information than ever on how to get it. Sony said after the event that retailers would begin accepting pre-orders on Thursday, September 17th, and PlayStation CEO Jim Ryan told the Washington Post that the decision on when pre-order websites would go live is up to the retailers. The retailers then apparently decided to do what they do on Black Friday, open up earlier than expected and let the mayhem commence. Sure enough, within the hour, Walmart's site opened up for pre-orders, which were gone within minutes. Other retailers like Best Buy Target and GameStop followed suit. When Sony Sony and retailers weren't communicating the relevant information, Twitter users flocked to the account of Wario64, renowned as one of the best deal hunters on the internet, for up-to-date pre-order info. Microsoft took a jab at Sony Thursday morning, tweeting, quote, Don't worry, we'll let you know the exact time pre-orders start for you soon, end quote. While the next-gen Xbox pre-orders aren't up yet, Microsoft announced its pricing with a payment plan structure similar to shopping for smartphones, which has given the appearance that, at the very least, Xbox is the more organized console manufacturer for the moment. This is undeniably a huge egg on Sony's face, particularly since PlayStation marketing head Eric Lempel told Keeley in July that pre-orders are, quote, not going to happen within a minute's notice, end quote. <laughs> that is precisely what happens. <laughs> Enter a segment I'd like to call, well, that was a fucking lie. Uh, <laughs> wow. Just this, this has been... A moment, and I think a memory a lot of PlayStation fans are going to remember for a very long time. And I see people in our Discord still hunting, still fighting to get their reserves on a PlayStation 5 at the moment. Uh, uh, Eliezer, uh, underscore DE, I'm sorry if I mispronounce your name, wrote in just like you can too via the PS Trophy Room on Twitter or the Casa de Bad Bit Discord server. And they ask, did Sony rush their pre-orders in order to outdo Microsoft without proper preparation? Kyle? Joe? What are your thoughts? I, okay. Tell me. I don't know. I, I feel like I'm going to get some hate for this. Go for this, it. To me, this to me feels like every other console pre-order situation. How dare you? I, I just, this is, I feel like not at all on Sony. At all, the retailers are the ones that jump the gun. From what this what this reads to me, what it sounds like to me, the fact that everything was staggered and not up at the same time shows to me that retailers were following suits of everyone that went beforehand. Mm-hmm. So the whole Sony lied and whatnot. Sure, it was still only a day's notice. I will give you that, Eric Limpel. A day's notice is still not enough time in order to to gather up the right game plan of how to pre-order the the brand new system. Right. 
But I still feel like the retailers are the ones that that screwed Sony over for jumping the gun, Mm. releasing the links early, putting them up. The fact that I called GameStop and they said, no, we're not taking pre-orders. And then somebody heard that and said, no, we are. Like, it was a mess. When I went into that store, they did not know what was going on. They weren't prepared because somebody jumped the gun somewhere. And I'm not saying – I'm. Sony probably has a little bit of fault in that still, but it's not all on Sony. I, I give it more to retailers, but I do think Sony did want to make sure it was ahead of Microsoft. Right. I think that's just another thing after the, uh, you know, saying, oh, our, our PS5 is the same price as the Series X. Boom. Yeah. The, the digital is, the same as a PS5, it's a hundred dollars more than the Series S, but and it's more powerful than the Series S. It's not as bit, it's not as expensive as we were expecting. Right. Boom. That's kind of a win. November twelfth, great release date. Boom. <laughs> and so they wanted to keep hitting on all cylinders to keep winning and one upping, which I freaking hate right now. I just yeah. hate it. And they wanted to keep doing that, and so they wanted to get pre-orders ahead of it. I will say on Microsoft's point. I tweeted it out when they did this tweet of like, don't worry, we'll let you know. And then the exact dates of when everything goes live. And I said, that is the, this generation's, here's how you share a game moment. It is 100% of the mic drop moment so far. And good on Microsoft. They're killing it with the social media. It's yeah. with the leaks and everything. They're crushing it. Yeah, man. I just, I just think there's too much blame being thrown at Sony for this so i do want to give credit to microsoft i think last week you you saw microsoft take a poor situation and them owning it and you saw uh, sony today and, and over the past 48 hours really take a good situation and turn it sour and so yeah i'll give i'll give ups on microsoft that's a good tweet you also promised halo on launch so i don't like sure like I like when I see the amount of shade, I'm like, just slow your roll. Uh, the one thing that I hate seeing online is that like tossing of the like like the egg on your face or like people like throwing shade yeah. at each other because like real talk and, and like the conspiracy theories that are going on over at PlayStation, guys. This is video games. We're not uncovering yeah. Watergate, okay? <laughs> when you're giving me your graphs and like your your you know your your dotted yarn, you know, stuff, it's connecting I, the pieces to, yeah, to solve the mystery. I don't need that right now. And I think in a year of COVID, the one thing and I think it's what we've done really well, for the most part, is like, look, when we talked about Xbox being or, or Halo not being a launch title, did we rain on on Microsoft's parade for the forty minutes? No, we had a a, a honest, real conversation about it, and we didn't, you know, demean the other side. We did it respectfully, and I've seen a lot of Xbox fans just throw shade, and to me, it's inappropriate, and I think it's crossing a line, and I think it's really immature. Because in a year where it's just been shit, this is frustrating. I don't need you to egg me on. I know this sucks, but just being an asshole about it, it really aggravates me. Now, at the same exact time, this is PlayStation's mess up. Uh, By the way, two minutes. That's a perfect time. Let's wait. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, While while you're saying that, I just want to say, like, big agree with what you just said there. I agree wholeheartedly. We 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 don't need any more un 
unneeded negativity being thrown around and what is supposed to be a fun hobby of ours. Yeah. This is supposed to be fun playing video games, not taking jabs at each other over what platform you choose from. Video games are awesome. Play what you want to play. Be excited for what you're excited for. Love what you love, even if it's Stadia. I won't hold that against you. Fly that flag high. Play what you want to play. And stop throwing jabs at each other. It's worthless. Did I buy you enough time for Walmart? <laughs> almost. Almost. We are at 8.59. And this is the shit I got to deal with because Sony's incompetent. Yeah. Which and we'll also, get to real in a talk, yes. when the Switch when the Switch released, I couldn't pre-order a Switch. I, I was out of luck. They were out of pre-orders. I could not find a place to pre-order a Switch at launch. I was I had to get one of the Switch bundles in order to, to procure my Switch. I didn't want to do that, and I, I, I know that Best Buy and GameStop, at least from what I've seen, also have those bundles. And sure, if you want all those things, great. But that's such a shitty thing to do for people that just want the console. I hate when they go that route. He's clicking buttons. He's ready. He's looking intense. It's probably not going to go live. No, it's not. (laughs) No, it's not. Son of a bitch. (laughs) You were expecting nine? Who told you nine? Uh, That's when, yeah, that's when Walmart said they were going to do it. Oh, and, uh, okay. they, they fucking lied to me, man. Well, it's Walmart, Walmart Canada. You know what they do. Now, with that said, though, this is embarrassing if you're PlayStation. I do think there is a lot of fault to be had if you're on the PlayStation side. So for me, um, I'm aggravated at Sony. I think that, yeah, they did drop the ball here to an extent because obviously they didn't have clear guidelines of when this console was to be pre-ordered or these consoles to be pre-ordered. I would have much rather Sony go, hey, gang, on Friday, we're giving you a day's notice. It's payday on Friday. Everybody go on, you know, 10 a.m. at, you know, your retailer at Best Buy, GameStop, Walmart, Amazon, the way Microsoft kind of did it instead of just having what was, yeah, tomorrow. Well, what time tomorrow? Even if it was going to go as planned, what time tomorrow? It's up to them. It's like, that's not good enough. I get it. In the age of COVID, you have to be aware of the situation. Like, if if you are, like, you don't want people flooding stores, just go, hey, don't flood stores. Here's information you need. Your retailers will, will, hand, will hand you out, email you the information you need to make sure you could get these consoles on time. Because not only was this uh, uh, embarrassing, it was irresponsible given what era we're living in right now where we're all you know stuck at home for rightful reasons and wearing a mask like you should be and washing your hands so like to me that is it's unsafe as well so yeah i think this is embarrassing if i'm sony i this is a big egg on my face and you as a consumer have every right to be aggravated about this but i don't like the egging on from other people out there. I think the trolling really has to stop. It's getting tiresome, but we're going to talk more about that. But honestly, overall, I feel like I understand where you're coming from, Kyle. I 100% agree. This is on mostly on fault of the retailers, GameStop, Walmart. You're on notice. You were the two that broke it. Absolutely. Um, but at the same exact time, 
it's on Microsoft. Uh, sorry, my, <laughs> it's on PlayStation at the end of the day because they should have set out clear expectations so that if GameStop went out and broke it tonight, you didn't have all the, or, or last night, you didn't have everybody jumping on board, right? You could have punished or, or, or play or, or GameStop that way if you're PlayStation. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's, it's a, it's a shitty situation, but it, you know, hopefully it, this isn't over in terms of like waves of pre-orders, you get multiple waves of pre-orders. So hopefully wave two is easier, wave three. And what Jim Ryan has stated is there are going to be more PlayStation fives at launch than there were PlayStation fours. Uh, so hopefully we're not battling grandmas on Black Friday for these consoles and we're able to order them safely at home. I yeah. really feel like PlayStation really should have had that, you know, Jim Ryan chosen one list for kind of everybody out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but with that, that's the PlayStation pre-order disaster that's happened. Uh, and yeah, let me know your thoughts again, PS Trophy Room on Twitter. But with that, Kyle, let's go into the next story, sir. This comes from the PS blog. Marvel's Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Sackboy, A Big Adventure, and Horizon Forbidden West will also launch on PS4. Additionally, we know that the PS4 community will transition to PS5 at different times, and we're happy to announce PS4 versions of some of our exclusives. Marvel's Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Sackboy, A Big Adventure, and Horizon Forbidden West will also launch on PS4. While these three games were designed to take advantage of PS5 and its unique next-gen features like the ultra-high-speed SSD and DualSense controller, PS4 owners will also be able to enjoy these experiences when they launch. The PS4 digital versions of launch games include a free upgrade on both PS5 consoles, while the PS4 disc versions of these games will include a free upgrade on the PS5 with Ultra HD Blu-ray disc drive. Then we have another post from Brianna Reeves over at PS Lifestyle. In an interview with Washington Post, Sony Interactive Entertainment CEO and President Jim Ryan laid out the reasoning behind the cross-gen titles. Quote, No one should be disappointed, Ryan said. The PS5 versions of those games are built from the ground up to take advantage of the PS5 feature set. And we have an upgrade path for PS4 users to get the PS5 versions for free. It's about people having choice. I'm really quite pleased about the situation, end quote. Wow. So not so much about generations anymore. You know, when Xbox announced, hey, we're, we don't want to leave any Xbox behind, uh, where, the, you know, for the first year or two, I, I don't know for certain someone, Xbox, Sean Capri would yell at me, um, down below in the comments, YouTube, please do. But I think for the first year or two, you know, you're going to see games for both the Series X and the Xbox One, most notably Halo Infinite, which has been delayed until next year. Um, that said, we've taken the stance, PlayStation has taken the stance rather that they're like, no, we believe in generations. We believe that hardware should be utilized to its fullest potential. Uh, that, you know, you should be playing an experience if you're putting down this money, paraphrasing, you should be putting down this money towards something that you couldn't do on your previous generation. That's the way they were wording it. That's the way I was getting it. Now they've, they've went and made a 180, at least for the three games that we're talking here right now, right? Miles Morales is also PlayStation 4. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West is also PlayStation 4. And Sackboy Adventure is on the PlayStation 4 as well. Uh, now, that said, I understood the rumor was that Miles Morales was coming to PlayStation 4 as well. That was something that Sony was kind of debating. Kyle, I want to know what your thoughts are on this. When you, when you see PlayStation kind of, let's just call a spade a spade, bullshit us, lie to us. Because this is not what they were originally selling us with the PlayStation 5. At least that's what I got with it. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely walking back something that they've said. But I think it's still good. Mm-hmm. More people won't be locked out of these big franchises, even though Sackboy, a big adventure, is a departure from Little Big Planet in a way, where it's strictly just platforming. But Horizon One will now be players will now be able to play Horizon Two on the same console. Same thing with Spider Man getting to play Miles Morales on the same thing. So it's a good thing for it, and it it is back backtracking the whole. We believe in generations. Everything needs to be next gen or nothing when it comes to like exclusives or whatnot. And I'm a little, little bit bummed. But mm. then I, but then I, I, I listen to what Jim Ryan is saying, and I, I think in my brain, it's not developing for PS4 and then porting it up to PS5. Right. These games are being made for PS5 and be able to scale down, so it'll be able to work on a PS4. And so that puts my mind more at ease that yeah. it's not going to be a a shell of what it could ha- could be as a game. It is definitely PS5 in mind first, and then being able to play on PS4 second. Yeah. It, still bullshit, but it's yeah. kind of like what Phil Spencer said in the beginning of the year, which was... Yeah, we're scaling it back. It's not going to be easy, like, you know, you know, scrolling it down, you know, the volume down sure. and up, mm-hmm. that type of deal. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, building them with, with the consoles in mind. When I'm looking at Horizon Forbidden West and, uh, that one's shocking, by really? the way. Cause like I could get the Sackboy and I could get Miles Morales. The fact that Horizon 2 Forbidden West is also a PS4, PS5 game, that one shocked me more than the other two. That one shocked me less so because from what I understood with the PlayStation uh, 4, they were making a sequel immediately after the first game. Mm. And okay. then they got the hardware in for the PlayStation 5. So both these titles, though I am disappointed, I'm going to straight out say it. I do believe in the generational line. I don't like the idea of, of, of investing in a $500 piece of hardware and not seeing that come to fruition the way I want. And I know that's selfish, but that's how I feel. I'm less disappointed because I know that both these games were originally in mind for the PS4, but I am holding PlayStation accountable when it comes to God of War Ragnarok, which Santa Monica, as of right now, has confirmed that's solely PlayStation 5. So it looks like these are the swan songs, the true swan songs of the PlayStation 4 as we go into the PlayStation 5. Now, that said, I kind of feel like we're at a... uh, uh, When the PlayStation 4 launched, it was barren, right? The first year and a half, there was just nothing but like, you got to survive on your indies. Maybe Watch Dogs is good. Hashtag no, it wasn't. I mean, first party at launch was Knack and Killzone. Yeah. And, and, and Resogun. And Second Plus, Son. That was it. 
Second Son was February. That wasn't even at launch. I'm talking like launch day. Uh, and I'm talking the full first year. Yeah, yeah. Was, I gotcha. I was gotcha. barren. And so for this one, it's just like, okay, so we're getting games. We're getting a lot of games. It's just, oh, yeah, we could play these on other consoles. It's just a little bit of a bummer. And that's the thing that kind of bums me out. Now, again, I've seen a lot of Xbox fans throwing the shade. Rightfully so, man. Rightfully so. Because it is what it is. They've gotten a lot of shit for doing things first. And I think that kind of benefits Sony in a way. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm not going to sit here and, and bullshit you and say I'm not disappointed. I, I am. I, but I, yeah, I, go for I'm it, sorry. I no, just, no. I, I find it weird that you're saying it's a bummer. I don't understand how this is a bummer. We're still getting the PS5 versions of these games. I just want to be able to play it with PS5 feature set in mind. So like, we're still getting that version. So how is it a bummer? Like, we're we're still gonna buy it on PS5 and the PS5 version. Yeah, I know it's you. Just (laughs) (laughs) I I just find it really hard. I can't sit here and say that it's a bummer that it's coming to both because like. I see friends of the show, Emmett Watkins, saying now he doesn't have to worry about shelling out a bunch of money because the games he wants to play can also be played on PS4. Yeah. And PS5 can't wait till next year. That's great, especially in COVID times. We talked about it with Adam, where, like, new consoles are not a priority. They're not. They're they're a luxury. And and the fact that these games will also be on the things we have is is great. We have to separate the wheat from the chaff. Kyle, <laughs> I don't know. No, you're making me sound like a spoiled bitch. I, all right, I get it. I concede. <laughs> I concede. You're but right. I'm, I'm not saying I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying for me, I can't say it's a bummer because we're still getting those versions of yeah. these games. You're kind of saying, hey, it's okay to feel a little disappointed, but understand yeah. you're still getting cool stuff with said games. Yeah, absolutely. You're still getting that fast Thank loading. You. Yeah. Yeah. You're still getting that that dual sense adaptive tr- triggers. You know what I mean? Like whatever that's that has to at this point in time, that controller needs to. When I plug it in, I need to see God in order for me to be impressed. <laughs> the way they're talking about this controller, I need I to see my grandpa. I want the tendrils from the controller to go into my fingers, and I'm now one with the dual sense. Yeah, I need some type of like yeah, like computer hybrid of myself. You know, some type of singularity moment. Between me and PlayStation. I don't even need, want to move my thumbs. I wanted to read my brain signals and do the move for me. <laughs> now, famous Seamus does write in. The most famous Seamus I've ever met in my entire life. That's fact. Write it down somewhere if you got pen and paper. They say, do you think Spider-Man Miles Morales and Horizon uh, Forbidden West being available on both PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 will hurt PlayStation 5 sales? I don't think so. No. I think, or maybe he's thinking just like hard console sales. I mean, we do have like Emmett, friend of the show, saying, "Oh, yeah. I I could hold out," but I still think these things are going to sell like like hotcakes. Like yeah. you're seeing them sell out in less than sixty seconds. Like we just attempted spoiler alert, attempted that Walmart <laughs> thing didn't <laughs> fell through. So yeah, um, I definitely think it like hurt maybe, but in the long run, I don't think it's gonna matter. I think they'll. I don't, yeah. And, and to close out the segment, I, I'll say this. I, I, it's not like I see this. I'm like, oh, I'm not buying anything PlayStation because I mean, Horizon's the reason why we have this podcast. Um, PlayStation games are the reason why I am on this ecosystem. So at the mm-hmm. end of the day, like you could throw as much shade as you want for the, for, you know, the shade we gave you for Halo Infinite, rightfully so. Or when I say we, I mean the toxic fanboys. Um, but, 
to me, I'm still hyped for that game. I'm still going to buy that game, still going to play it, still going to love it, because what PlayStation has given me thus far, they have ceased to fail in a major way. You know, so they've given me quality. As long as that quality continues, I'm going to continue buying that box. I'm going to continue yeah. buying and supporting the platform. And to real quick to to answer Seamus, uh, I, I don't think it's going to hurt the sales at all, especially because they're the same price. Yeah. Uh, so the fact that you're going to get the, the PS4 version and is the same price as the PS5, mm-hmm. it's not like you're going to buy the PS4 version for PS4 version for $10 cheaper and then like scheme the system that way. Right. They're the same price. So if you have a PS5, why not just get the PS5 version? Yeah. I do. And I do like that upgrade scheme. Yeah. As well. It's kind of like a smart way to deliver next gen experience. Smartly delivered system. Yeah. It's, so it's what's that? Someone, someone should you know trademark that or something. I don't know. Something. It should be a bullshit marketing term that really just amounts to nothing. At the end. What if PlayStation announced tomorrow that uh, uh, this this upgrade path we're we're renaming it? Okay. Delivered smartly. Oh man. Powered by PlayStation. I feel like you would give an Xbox person an aneurysm at that point. (laughs) (laughs) Donnie from PSVG blood vessels is gonna pop. He's gonna just drop dead. He's not going to be able to handle that. <laughs> That's a system <laughs> overload. Kyle. Yeah. Let's get into the next bit of news, sir. Uh, Alessandro Barbosa from GameSpot writes, PS5 won't get an Xbox Game Pass competitor, says PlayStation Boss. Microsoft offers the subscription service across both Xbox and PC, giving players over 100 games to download and play for as little as $10 a month. The kicker is that all of Microsoft's exclusive launch day and date on Game Pass. Oh, sorry, I missed a word there. Let me back up. The kicker is that all of Microsoft's exclusives launch day and date on Game Pass, which is something Ryan didn't see as sustainable. Quote, these games cost many millions of dollars, well over $100 million to develop. We just don't see that as sustainable. End quote, Ryan said in an interview with GamesIndustry.biz. Sony does eventually put its exclusive on PlayStation Now, its own subscription service that allows you to play games via the cloud or download them to your console. The company also announced the PlayStation Plus collection at the showcase, bundling numerous acclaimed PS4 titles and making them free for PS Plus members on PS5 soon. Despite that, Ryan says that Sony won't pursue something like Game Pass. Quote, for us, having a catalog of games is not something that defines a platform, Ryan added. Our pitch, as you've heard, is new games, great games. We have had this conversation before. We are not going to go down the road of putting new release, new releases titles into a subscription model, end quote. I'm going to say something very controversial. This gives me the greatest sigh of relief. Because I don't want PlayStation. And when I hear, when, uh, when I say that, usually I'm met with, what do you mean? Like, like audible gas. Yeah. But like, Mm -hmm. for me, Game Pass is what makes the Xbox platform special. Um, you know what type of games you're going to get. Uh, you know, you're going to get when it comes to AAA quality games, you're going to get games as services. You could call it whatever you want. You could call it games as platform, whatever it is. You know, the big AAA games are going to be there. To make sure you come back and back and back, whether that is Sea of Thieves, whether that is the Master Chief Collection, whether that is Forza, State of the K, list goes on. Those games are games of services. And so mm-hmm. I 
don't view Microsoft as, oh, this, these are the, this is the, the, the publisher that's giving me the story driven, the beat by beat games. You know, they do that for, for double A games. Like they've done it with Don't Nod. But when I'm talking about like games that are impacting me, the games that I want to play, they are on the PlayStation platform. So the one worry here was I thought PlayStation would see this and go, okay. So, uh, Last of Us multiplayer, come here. You know, like, uh, you know, uh, a game that usually doesn't have multiplayer or something like days gone. You're, you're having a, a, a tagged in multiplayer mechanic horizon zero dawn. You're getting a team deathmatch because we need to sell you a battle pass. Like those are things that I was actively concerned about hearing this. It's awesome that they're like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So we're just going to keep going, making, making the games that we want to make. Uh, what do you, what do you feel about this news? Yeah, I'm kind of with you on that one. I'm totally fine with it being the status quo. I like that things are different. While, yes, I think it would be great for my wallet if everything <laughs> would would come at one flat fee every month. I think that's genius. I still don't understand how Microsoft can get away with that and still be sustainable. It really just breaks my brain. But I'm fine with it. I, I, like you said, I, the reason I'm a PlayStation gamer is because I want to play these story-driven, yes, I hear you say it now, third-person action games. Over the shoulder, uh, open world. Because <laughs> uh, those are my jam. Yeah. I, the characters in those games, in the PlayStation games, mean a lot to me. So I'm going to stay in this ecosystem. I will gladly pay what is now looking like the norm of $70 per game. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think this is I think this is fantastic, and I think with this PlayStation Plus collection, mm. it does show a promise of what PS Plus might be on the PS Five. And that's where we tag in friend of the show Trevor Starkey. They write in with, "Do you think the PlayStation Plus collector collection program will entice people to trade in PS Fours and their collections of physical games for the digital console?" Ooh, spooky digital future, mm. Kyle, you're scared of it. What do you think? <laughs> uh, I'm sure some people will see that, 100%. I think some people will see, man, I own all these games. There's a mm-hmm. digital option. Yeah, let me go trade it in towards the digital version if I'm going to have them all on day one. I think that's great. Yeah. For me, I'm thinking of, I'm always worried, Call, put the conspiracy hat on, let me get the aluminum foil out. <laughs> I'm just worried eventually at some point those games will be dis- delisted and I won't have access to them. That's fair. So that's that's why I kind of want to keep it physical. Ooh, keep it physical. Uh <laughs> and keep it keep buying physical games so that yeah. way I have them. Same thing with movies. That's why I have a ton of Blu-ray movies. So right. like I'm but I think that's a great great thought for people that want to go digital. Apple TV, man. That's that's where it's at for me. Put them up mm-hmm. there, Netflix and chill, all that. HBO, what is it, Max? Max, yeah. Changed my life. Saw Action Park. That was in oh, Vernon, man. New Jersey. I used to go to Vernon, New Jersey uh, all the time when I was a youngster. and get all types of sorts of crazy debauchery be had. Don't, oof, what a story. Anyway, uh <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I'm all about the digital future. So when I take a look at the PlayStation collection, there are some games that I haven't played, like Last Guardian, um, games that I do want to complete that I've traded in, like Days Gone. So 
it is cool to say, hey, listen, there are some games you may have missed. You you know, there is something called the game of the generation that is Bloodborne and is there for you. It's been 2,003 days since recording this video, since we've gotten the release of Bloodborne. Give it to me, put it in my veins. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think it, not to entice people, I think it's going to entice people to get PlayStation Plus more than anything. Yeah. Also, real talk, all those games you brought to GameStop, probably not going to have a whole lot of trading value. I'm, yeah. I'm just going to say it. It's because they're so popular, those games do get traded in a lot. Yeah, I think so most like, of them as well are on, like on the, what's the PlayStation hits? So they're like 20 bucks anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nate writes in. Does the PlayStation Collection have more value, holy shit, this is a question, all right, than Game Pass as the cost is already built into Plus and it has some serious banger games, especially for those who skipped the PlayStation 4? My question to you is who skipped the PlayStation 4? That's a lot of units. Yeah, right? (laughs) Right, over, what, 110 million? I don't think a lot of people skipped it. I think... Man, there there are people out there that only played Grand Theft Auto Five on the PS3 and 360. Whoa, <laughs> <laughs> you're in your mind's about to get blown. Whoa, <laughs> well, I, no, I I don't think it has more value than Game Pass because Game Pass is living. There'll be things added to the collection, um, and yeah, new games will be added to the collection. Again, I get this is a PlayStation show and Halo's not your jam, but that is a big deal for that ecosystem. So like, absolutely to me, no, it's, it doesn't have more value than to Game Pass. I think this is like, a, I hate to say it, but like kind of like the value meal of to get you in the door, right? Like the five for five. This is like, you got your Bloodborne, your Uncharted, your Last of Us. Hey, all these games you remember, maybe you don't here to kind of try to get you in the door more than anything. It's kind of like the grab back. Uh, is sure. What I'd say. Yeah. I do. I do think though, for someone that did skip PS4 and, mm-hmm. and is looking to get into the PlayStation ecosystem. Oh, perfect. That is a perfect value. Yeah. That is, that is like, Hell yeah, come on in for what is it, 60 bucks for a year? I think on P- a PS Plus. Yep. Um, you get t- what was the list? 20 games? 15? Around there. It's yeah. a it's a high number of absolute bangers. Yeah. Like that is a no brainer. God of War, Uncharted 4, Bloodborne, uh, 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 less, hey, Kyle. Well, less, no, stop it, stop it. Uh, I've lost my chart. Persona 5, like. Some great PlayStation exclusives in there for that list. You, you have not played Bloodborne. My question, next question. To, all right. <laughs> no, it's fine. Go ahead. What's question? No, would this would this make you play it? Give it a shot. No. All right. That's all I, I have it downloaded on my PS4 now. Oh, okay. Like, nothing's stopping me. It's like I have it from PS Plus. So just... It's only like one of my favorite games of all time. It needs a lot to me. That's all I'm saying. You know what? Uh, I was going to say it right here on air. I'm going to say it right here yeah. on the podcast. Say it. We hit the next goal of Patreon, whatever it is. Okay. I don't know how much more money or, or pledges yeah. we need to, to hit the next one. We 40, each 40 play each, We're at 37. Okay. We play each other's favorite game. Deal. To completion. To completion. And then we have a Road to Greatness episode about it? Or, or, or just like a regular trophy where we just discuss it and... I feel I like we yell got at you because my game way. is going to be way. Oh yeah, sure, yeah. sure, sure, sure. Okay, I like even this though idea. I'll get the raw end of the deal. Well, what's your favorite this? game? What do you What do you want me to play? What would What would that game be? 
I'll have to think about it. Oh, okay. I'll have to think about it. All righty. Well, it's definitely going to be an RPG. I'll tell you that much. Oh, man. It's <laughs> uh, Kyle, let's talk about the next story on the list, sir. PS5 won't be backwards compatible with PS3, PS2, or PS1 games. PlayStation 5 will be compatible with 99% of PS4 games, according to Sony Interactive Entertainment CEO and President Jim Ryan, although that may be as far as backwards compatibility goes. In a recent interview with Famitsu, which was translated from Silicon Era, Ryan explained that PS5 will not be compatible with PS3, PS2, and PS1 titles. When asked about the possible inclusion of older generation titles, Ryan replied, quote, We keep in mind the engineering specialized for the PS5 as we produce the device. In the midst of that, the PS4 already has 100 million players. We thought they ought to want to play PS4 titles on the PS5 as well indeed. So we included compatibility with the PS4. While implementing that, we also focus our efforts on taking in the high-speed SSD and the new controller DualSense at the same time, end quote. Or, I'm sorry, another quote. So, unfortunately, we cannot achieve compatibility with those formats, Ryan added. Wow. Okay. So, it's official. PlayStation 5 is compatible with most Podinastrix PlayStation 4 games. Um, this... I think someone did the math on that. I yeah. think 99% uh-huh. leaves only 20-something games that are not compatible. I'm really thinking if it's that's like... that's true. Yeah. I, I do think like you're gonna run into a few games here or there that's gonna work a little strange, but I mm-hmm. think yeah you're gonna have most you're gonna have that asterisk. Now before I get shade tossed my way, same with Microsoft right now, in the way that their backwards compatibility they've had to clarify and say most Xbox yeah. One games will work on your series. So this is good. This is what I want, and we're already seeing the games that people really really care about getting that PlayStation Five treatment. Your Fortnite, your Rainbow Six Siege, your Call of Duty, all of them. Call of Duty. Call of Duty. You got that? Black Ops. Cool. You got that there, Call of Duty? What's it? Got that Call of Duty Black Ops? Cool. That's how they're saying it. That's how they're saying it now, these kids. How many returns of the collector's edition, if there is one, with the RC car? Because the RC car is not faster than a plane. <laughs> My son ordered this RC car because he thought... He could outrace a jet. <laughs> um, no, this is awesome. And we wanted to clarify this because Ubisoft spoiled the beans or spilled the beans a few weeks back. This is awesome. This he is what I need. Spoiled the beans. Spoiled it. <laughs> he left it out in the sun. Um, oh, but yeah, he used them all. He spilled it outside. He's like, that's another person's problem. Uh, because it goes with his personality. We, ha- we don't have enough time yep. to include it in the show. Yeah. I do, I do not have time to sweep. I don't I'm have time to clean it up. Just Sorry. going to ignore it until everybody <laughs> forgets about Two weeks later, Sabine's. it's still sitting there. Yep. <laughs> He's do the right thing, your mom. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so like no PS3, PS2, PS1 games. I'm not, I'm not at all saddened I, by this. I'm a little bit, a oh, little really? bit bummed, just a little bit, okay. just because of how huge the PS library is and how many gems are on those. Let me stop you right there. How much does Sean Capri pay you to say that? <laughs> Not a dime. <laughs> Sean, if you want to pay me for saying that, please do. My DMs are open. Right. Uh, yeah, no, there's there's a lot of gems there. Um, I just hope now that they see the success of some of these older ones getting fully remade, mm. we get some of those, those big names ones remade, and so it feels less of a loss. 
Yeah. And honestly, like seeing the Demon Souls, like, oh, yeah. glow oh, up god. from PS3 to, oh my god. Have you seen so a side by side yet? Yeah. Oh, oh, like, it's bananas. That's kind of what I want. So, like, I love, I like remakes. I know that's not yeah, a popular same. opinion. So long as a remaster is good and it respects the title, I'm all on board with that. So, like, yeah, yeah. I, I don't mind. Also, yeah, we do have hundreds of PlayStation 2 and 3 games on the PlayStation Now service. So it was, hopefully they utilize that for their backwards compatibility. Yes. That would be a, a awesome win for those who want it. But yeah. that's give all I got that, to say for Give it. me that UI breakdown and service talk. That's what I'm waiting for next. Apparently that's coming soon. Sweet. Fingers crossed. Fingers Please crossed. Please don't make it this week. We've made too many shows. <laughs> make it next week. Roll it I over. I have to eat. Yeah, please, PlayStation. So hungry. <laughs> Kyle, there yeah, is yeah. more. There's more news. We have the official launch. I'll read this for you, buddy. Go PlayStation ahead. 5 games at launch. Um, so we talked about this a little bit on the recap show. This is now just in stone as of right now. More games to be added as time goes on. We got Which- A. Yes. By the way, uh-huh. just so it's out, we say this beforehand, launch is November 12th for USA, Canada, Asia, South Korea, Mexico, and Spain, I think. Oh, my UK, home? Okay. I think. I could get that wrong. Everywhere else in the world is November 19th. So it's a staggered release. America. <laughs> America. <laughs> We're number one. All right. We have Astro's Playroom, Japan Studio. That's the pre-installed game on PlayStation 5. Astro uh, Rescue Mission, that's VR game. So I'm very, I'm actually really excited for the first time for a pre-installed oh, yeah. game. Demon Souls, God bless, God bless. Blue Point Games, Japan Studio. It will retail for 69 US dollars. Destruction All Stars uh, from Lucid Games and XDev at $69. We have Marvel Spider Man Miles Morales from Insomniac starting at $49.99 and having the Ultimate Edition, or I like to call the Bullshit Edition. We'll get to that in a little bit at $69.99. Sackboy A Big Adventure from Sumo Digital and XDev at $59.99 and Godfall from Counterplay Games and Gearbox Publishing to be announced. It just went gold. With that, Kyle, I do have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Games are now $70. Yeah. How are you feeling? This is it. This is and it's happening. It's hurts. Yeah, I know it's it hurts. It you, you hit it right there. It hurts. But it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh games have not upped their price in forever, so it's time. It just now outside forces hint hint workplaces across America. Let's raise that minimum wage, baby. Let's yep. not just for games, just in general. We've been be- being paid so low for so long yep. that does not match what we need to survive. Like personally, I'm making more off unemployment than I would working two jobs. That's bananas. That's not okay. Mm-hmm. That's not okay. So the like, yeah, games are more expensive now. Politically, politics aside, uh-huh. um, it, it is going to make people and gamers be like, I need to really make sure I want this game. Yeah. Also, I was going to get go, get off your liberal high horse. What do you want next? Free healthcare? Come on. Your handout? Your- yes, I do. <laughs> $300 medical bill from yeah. last December. Yeah, How communist. dare you? <laughs> <laughs> the Reds are taking over. <laughs>
<laughs> the damn Ruskies are at it. Um, the only game I play is Homefront. <laughs> <laughs> and any Call of Duty where the Russians are the bad guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and Ronald Reagan's president. So it's like kind of like Cold War is right up his alley. Anyway. Uh, yeah, $69.99. You're right. We have not seen a price increase for games. And I mean, uh, I think Luke Lore over at the Xbox expansion pass gave me an awesome chart of like where the prices were for consoles back then that they are now and having that price fluctuation. Uh, and just seeing inflation over time. Yeah. Like how the consoles are 400, 500 bucks is insane. So taking yeah. a look at. You know, inflation, yeah, I think it does speak to the broader sense of, like, I think something needs to happen in terms of, like, wage disparity. But, like, this is not the podcast for that because I'm not smart enough for that. You know, I'm not an sure, economist. Yeah. I don't have a bow tie and a monocle and a long cigarette. <laughs> so you're saying you're not Ben Stein. Yeah, well, in a, in a like, a... A little man, like a, a guy on a unicycle who, who drives me oh, okay. around. So Jigsaw called... from the Saw franchise. No, no, no. This guy's named Smithers. And he's my oh. he's my personal she shine. <laughs> um also real quick, what do you think uh Godfall's gonna be since it's TBA price wise? Oh, actually, thank you. Getting back on point. Uh sixty bucks, hopefully, because it's sixty bucks on Epic. Uh, but since it's only PS5, something will tell me sixty nine ninety nine. Can can I throw something out there? Go for it. What if this is your first month of PS5, PS Plus? That would be crazy, but I I think that's bug snacks. I think that's the game. The kids are going to go eat that shit up, you know? True. Uh, so, like, yeah. Right. I, I Though okay. Godfall would be a crazy get, I do yeah. think you, you go for the indies on that one. All right, that's um, fair. That's fair. But I will, I will say this. From what I understand... This has been something that's been in the works for a while when it comes to publishers and developers wanting to start to upcharge for games because development costs is just going, getting crazier and crazier and crazier expensive to manage. So to me, it's just a matter of time, unfortunately. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, like Joe said, the next story goes, Jay Peters from The Verge, Demon Souls and Final Fantasy XVI's now retracted PC launches are an odd coincidence. As part of its PlayStation 5 launch event yesterday, Sony said Final Fantasy XVI and Demon Souls weren't just strictly PS5 exclusives. Trailers for both games revealed they would also be coming to PC. At the time, that meant the biggest game announced during Sony's showcase, as well as one of the PS5's most notable launch titles, wouldn't require a PS5 to play them. If you added the fact that both Spider-Man Miles Morales and Horizon Forbidden West will also be coming to PS4, you might have well you might well have decided to wait on picking up a PS5 at launch. But shortly after the event, Sony and Square Enix went into damage control, saying that Final Fantasy 16 and Demon's Souls actually aren't coming to PC after all. The official statements from Sony and Square Enix about the game's availability muddy the waters of this whole situation. A Square Enix spokesperson told The Verge on Wednesday that it has only announced Final Fantasy XVI for the PS5, pointing us to a press release. And Square Enix told IGN that, quote, we have no further information on if Final Fantasy XVI will be released on platforms other than the PS5, end quote. If it's true that it's exclusive to the PS5, why can't Square Enix just say that? 
The situation around Demon Souls is a bit clearer, as Sony told Kotaku that, and The Verge that the PC mentioned in that game's trailer was included in error and that the game will be exclusive to PS5. But Sony didn't reply to questions from The Verge asking whether Demon Souls would be a timed PS5 exclusive and might end up on PC later. Death Stranding and Horizon Zero Dawn were also PS4 exclusives after all. Kyle, out of all the games that we saw, first off, mm-hmm. yeah, errors happen. Cool that they that they cleared it in the air. Obviously, I think that, Final Fantasy sixteen's that- coming other places eventually. You think? Sure. Yeah. I think it's a little weird that it's just console exclusive. That's got to be like a year thing. Yeah. Um, this is something we spoke about on the show yesterday a little bit that Sean Capri was screaming at us in chat about. The messaging about this exclusive stuff was real bad. Yeah. It was real bad yesterday with all the asterisks of coming to PC or console exclusive. Is that timed? Is that only PS5 for its duration of this game's history? It was, it was very muddy and, and not great. Yeah. And, and I think that added to the problems that we saw with yep. communication with PlayStation kind of breaking down, um, with a whole lot of asterisks there. I, I, I'm, I'm right there with you. I, it, I think it was uh, very muddied in, in, in that regard. Um, yep. that said, uh, awesome to see Demon Souls is a launch game. It is a PlayStation 5 game, not PlayStation 4. So we're getting mm-hmm. the full-fledged what this thing's capable of. We saw that whole showcase, right? Final Fantasy 16 definitely did it for a lot of people. Yeah. What was your game of the show slash moment of the show? Game and take the price the sh- out of there. Price and date don't count. Yeah, no, I'm not worried about that. Uh, my game of the show would be Miles Morales because man that looks so fun and I'm so ready to play Spider-Man again and a Miles version of Spider-Man for that and the other moment for me I mean you'll see it I think eventually of our reactions but the Harry Potter game the mm. Hogwarts Legacy was definitely a a moment for me cuz I am a huge Harry Potter fan and I completely erased that leak of this game from my memory because I thought it would be a Game Awards thing and not show up at PlayStation. That game, that footage leaked two years ago in 2018. Yeah. So, like, it's been around for a very long time and no one would confirm its its existence. So the fact that it's there and it's the Harry Potter game I've always wanted and, and, and creating your own wizard and going through the school and exploring these lands as your own person is great. But I do want to put this in here now. I wasn't sure if I was going to get to it or maybe next week. Okay. I I see people, rightfully so, talking about boycotting the game because of J.K. Rowling. J.K. is awful. <laughs> I, I, I can't believe the person responsible for one of the most happiest things of my life is turning out to be such a huge disappointment of a person. Mm. Her anti-trans language is... So sickening. And I I totally understand if you're out there and you don't want to buy this game too because she is going to get a cut of it. Even though the tweet's out there like she's not directly involved with the game. It's still right. her IP. She's still going to get something. I, those are completely valid. It's also completely valid if you buy this game to support the devs because they made the game not knowing of JK's awfulness. Like, I, and I, having I, to I, deal I with under- the fallout as well. Exactly. Those are hundreds of employees, and if you boycott the game, 
who knows what will happen to that team and their lives and their jobs. So like both sides are com- completely right in their, in their sense of wanting to do with this game. Yeah. Personally, for me, I'm buying the game because it's a Harry Potter game I've always wanted. Mm-hmm. And when I do buy that game, I am going to donate whatever I bought the game for to a trans cause or trans charity. Mm. Yeah, it's not a perfect solution. It's not. It really is. But it's the way that you can live with it. It's the way that I can sort of live with it. And is that a shitty thing to say? Probably a little bit. But, like, I can see both sides. And and the last thing I want to say, I want to pull this up um, because somebody way smarter than me made uh, made it sound so perfect. While you you find that. I have it. Oh, you found it? it? It's not that far. Okay. Um, Blessing Addy OEA Jr. from Kind of Funny, friend of the show. Um, he put this out here. He wrote, uh, also note, if you're trans and you find value in Harry Potter, don't let JK Rowling take that from you. You don't deserve that. Fuck her and love what you love. She doesn't get the win of excluding you. She may have created the IP, but Harry Potter isn't hers. It's yours. So take that to the grave. It's not even just for, for trans fans of Harry Potter. That's for Harry Potter fans all over. Harry Potter is yours. It's not hers. She doesn't get to exclude you and 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 be shitty of a person. That's all. That's my soapbox. And I'm popping off. That's fucking beautiful. Couldn't couldn't say it better. Um, yeah. Shout out to Blessing. He put it, put it perfectly. Yeah. Uh, for me, my favorite moment of the show because uh, I know you're, you're you're Harry Potter, and when you see the yeah. reaction, I'm definitely like the dad that doesn't get it. <laughs> you are. I'm just like, uh huh. You're my dad bringing me to the Power Rangers movie in theaters back in the nineties. <laughs> Ivan who Ooze? That's his last Whoa, name. Legal. What? Legal last name is Ooze. Two O's. All right. Why is he so perfect? <laughs> All right. Why is why is he wet? So we'll give this guy a towel. Anyway. Um. Yeah. For me, the moment of the show was Demon Souls. Like, yeah. that is what I wanted to see so badly because it's a game that I want to play so bad. But again, I'm also in the mindset of like, old is old. So like seeing, seeing the actual PS3 gameplay and then seeing the PS5 gameplay, I'm like, I will fucking wait. I want this uh, as, as what Blue Point has delivered. I want to experience what started the genre that I respect so much today, uh, that I got out of Bloodborne. So it's definitely Demon Souls. 110%. Favorite moment? Seeing the Puerto Rican flag in, in Miles Morales. Oh yeah. I got, I got happy excited for no reason. Oh I was God. just like, Oh, Puerto Rican flag. Oh, Puerto Rican. It's great. <laughs> I love it. So yeah, that's, that's what I got. That's my favorite. I, I wanna I wanna shout this person out because it's such a beautiful, beautiful moment. Oh, you retweeted it. Um I think um, their name I'm, is I'm trying to find his his name. Uh JC at P1SMX on Twitter. Just a wonderful heartfelt reaction to of him seeing his his culture of being Puerto Rican being represented and how much represented representation in games matter is so beautiful. And please go check out that reaction. Joe retweeted it. I've retweeted it. Like, please go watch it. It's it. That's why we want more diverse people in games. Mm -hmm. So everyone can have that moment. 
Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's a weird feeling because like as someone who like I pass as white, so mm-hmm. I've got I, like I've only until recently I was like, oh wait, I've have I haven't had like my hero, you know, like Miles Morales is that is that hero for me. Um and so like I got that in my twenties of like, oh, this is why I can never relate to the heroes or relate to the main character. And so like it understand like seeing yourself, whether that is in the main character or seeing your culture respected in 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 media where you often don't have like the closest thing to Puerto Rican pride is like the Puerto Rican day parade in in, in Seinfeld, like that episode. Like that's mm. it. <laughs> that's all we got. So like Knowing that, um, knowing that it's there and it's going to be respected and I could take pride in my, my roots and my heritage that lasted longer than the Confederacy by a whole lot. Um, that's awesome. So yeah, there absolutely. you go. There you have it. <sighs> but now let's get rage. Let's, <laughs> I want to get ah! about Miles Morales now. Oh man, I'm, I might Can I flip this table? No, I have already. I can't. Man, this is a feisty episode, and I love it, Joe. I know. I really, really do too. I'm, I'm enjoying I'm, the feistiness. Honestly, this could go for another three hours. <laughs> uh, Sammy Barker from Push Square writes: Marvel Spider-Man has been completely remastered for PS5. Insomniac has announced overnight that it's remastering Marvel Spider-Man for Sony's next-gen system, and fans can purchase it alongside the new game as part of an Ultimate Edition package. The new version will include the complete original campaign alongside the trio of City That Never Sleeps DLC campaigns. This is not just your average remaster, though. As community director James Stevenson explains the was explained on the PlayStation blog. No relation, by the way. Different spelling. Oh, okay. Quote, the remaster for the PS5 is no simple up-res, as many of the game's art assets have been completely updated to take advantage of the PS5 console's horse- horsepower. You'll see better-looking characters with improved skin, eyes, hair, and facial animation, including our new next-generation Peter Parker. End quote. Mm. Presumably, it'll be the same character model as the inevitable Marvel Spider-Man 2. Quote, you'll see ray trace reflections and ambient shadows, improved lighting, more pedestrians and vehicles stretching further into the distance, and the same optional performance mode offered on Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales, allowing you to finally play the game at a targeted 60 frames per second frame rate, Stevenson continued. We'll be supporting near-instant loading, 3D audio, and the DualSense controller's haptic feedback. Lastly, we're adding three new or three amazing new Spider-Man suits, new photo mode features, and even new trophies for those of you looking to platinum the game all over again. End quote. Question, Kyle. How yes, is this Joe. different than the Control Ultimate Edition? Because if you already own oh. the Spider-Man PS4 2018. You get nothing, and you're told yeah. that this is value. Yeah, I didn't think of that. Um, yeah, no, that's that's a bummer. Yeah. That is a bummer. <laughs> that is a bummer. Um, I think this might be a little bit different okay. because this does seem like there is more put into this remastered version than the control PS five version. Sure. Yes. I do think it's a little shitty that it's tied to the ultimate edition and then it's an extra 20 bucks on top of what the base of miles Morales. Mm-hmm. But yeah, now you said that I am bummed out. <laughs> yeah. I'm very right? bummed out. Cause yeah, I, I have the base game. I have all the DLCs. So like, real talk, if I, I bought a digital, yeah. I should have got it. It's just mine. There's no reason sure. why it can't be. 
and I get it. Yeah. Like they're using the the like the Peter that you'll see in the the updated you know Spider Man sequel. Cool, like that's cool. I think it's something where I ought to, I really need to see it to believe it, in order sure. for me to go. Okay, that's fine. You know what? Rightfully so. Take my the extra twenty bucks. Um, Who knows? We, we might get those puddles back. <gasps> oh my god! We might get those puddles back, Joe. They should call it the puddle edition. But like for <laughs> me, like I think this goes to show what Xbox does good. Uh, this and will do great this generation, which is hey, the games that you have right now, like your Sea of Thieves, for for example, like that's just gonna get you know machine learned ray tracing. It's gonna run the fastest it can right out the gate, um, and you don't have to pay for it. And I think that is freaking awesome. And seeing PlayStation not do that, this is this is a this is a low point. This is a big bummer, and this is a bit deceitful. If I can't, you know, if I if I if I could say that. So like to me, sure. this this does suck. But um, is it the end of the world? Am I gonna boycott this game? No, because it's Mom Morales, and um, he's he's my superhero, and I don't. And I think the the thing here is like I've already platinumed it, so I'm coming out of this. Is just talking about place of privilege, already platinumed it. Um, I want to play Miles. I want to play the new content on my PlayStation Five. So I would have just liked them to say, "Hey, if you already own it, it's just yours, and if you don't, it's twenty bucks." That would have been a lot better. But that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, it's Look, a good point. That, that, it didn't even cross my mind. Just that's the disappointing thing. There's no way to spin that. That's just it sucks. Yeah. It's greedy. Yeah, especially after seeing what what five hundred five or Remedy did, where they just literally gave people the the ultimate edition for free at a click of a button, and they said it couldn't be done. So, like, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of shitty. Yeah. Let's not end on a bummer, Kyle. You know, no. we were we were on a run high, okay? Somehow between pre-orders, you made your way over to England. Dude, I did. Andrew House's Snail Mail. That's the segment we're talking about. Each and every week, you can send your questions over to the PS Trophy Room over at PS Trophy Room on Twitter. It's been so long since we had Andy House's Snail Mail. <laughs> uh, you can send your questions in via Twitter over at PS Trophy Room. You can send your questions over to the Cassidy Badbit Discord server, or you could pen a letter to Andrew House, send it on over. I swim, I backstroke it, whatever I need to do, whatever technique works. Sometimes I swim like a dolphin. That also works. Very efficient, and you should image that in your head. You'll be like, whoa, Joe, that's nuts. Uh, and then I steal his mail. And then I dolphin my way back here to America. Nakachaka writes in, like you can too, and asks, a few weeks ago, Nintendo announced Super Mario 3D All-Stars, and everyone is crazy about it. But it's limited physical and digital release. After March 2021, you can't buy it. Why? Because Nintendo, how do you feel if Nathan Drake collection was limited physical and digital release and after six months, it disappeared from PSN store or a better analogy for you, Mr. Badbit. Imagine EA, I'm closing my eyes. Wait, no, I can't read. I'm going to have to open them. Announced a Dead Space remaster collection that was only available for purchase for six months. And now with you saying that Nagachaka. That whole story for Miles Morales <laughs> kind of don't feel that bad. <laughs> kind of feels like, you know what? I'll, I'll buy every remaster. Um, what? It sucks. Like, 
Yeah. How is it like Nintendo, uh, you know, can do this and get away with it? Like these games, from what I'm aware of, they're not even remasters. They're just ports. No. Yeah. Wide screened up. Here it is. Yeah. And they're not even running at like 1080p. They're just like, yeah. Hey, take it. You idiot. Yeah. And you'll buy it, very, you stupid dummy. It's very lazy, and we're all the problem. Yeah. Like, we know what they're doing. Like, even Nagachaka says, why? Because just Nintendo. Yeah. Like, that's that's the thing they do. I would... I mean, I still bought the 3D All-Stars, right? <laughs> I'm still driving yeah. to Best Buy to pick it up tomorrow. Yeah. I tried to weasel my way and get it today, but he figured it out that he couldn't give it to me because of the release date. Sorry, Best Buy. Um, like I would, I'm still. If it was the Nathan Drake collection, I would 100 mm-hmm. still buy it as soon as possible. Same thing with the Dead Space one. I assume for you, it's just I I don't like them artificially putting a supply thing on it. Yeah, especially digitally. Like I I don't understand that. Like if it was a limited run thing that limited run does, and that's why I love them for. Taking digital games and making limited physical versions of it, I get that. But the fact that it's just digitally for six months and then it's gone, I don't mm. understand how they can get away with that. Is it because their mascots are just like history defining mascots? Yeah. And yeah. like that's why? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it you know, PlayStation strategy should be. Every time they pull a bullshit maneuver like the Miles Morales or, or sorry, the the Spider Man remaster. What they should do is immediately just go like, and uh, if you turn your pages to a week ago in Nintendo, there you go. And <laughs> are we really that bad? <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, no, to me, it sucks, but Nintendo gets away with it because they're Nintendo. And I, I think it's also an analogy of like, or example of like, we say, oh, this sucks. This is the worst thing. Blah, 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 blah. We'll, we'll, we'll run to Discord servers and start flame wars, whatever have you. At the end of the day, it don't work. Like, they'll still get your money. Like, like, and when they don't, they'll just fall back and they'll be like, okay, here's that thing you wanted, right? When they see that it's working against them. But when they see that the cards are on their favor, stacked on their side, they can throw you a Mario and you'll, you'll grab it fine. You know, like it doesn't matter. Like I'm, I bought it because Mario 64 is one of my favorite games of all time. As a child, that was my platformer. That's the first game, like me and my brother 100%ed. We got Yoshi. It was fucking wild. As a and I kid, never played it. So that's why I got it. Like imagine, I haven't played any of those. Imagine you're a child around six, seven years old. You've just been introduced to, Catholicism, religion, and you've been hearing these tales, not just Too Jesus, real. Whoa, Too whoa. Real. but you're also hearing stories of the mythological Yoshi once you get 121 stars. All right. And then you're like, you know, I don't know about this whole Catholicism. I don't know because like Yoshi, there's no way. There's no way I get Yoshi in 64. Lo and behold, you get 121, you jump on the roof. Holy fuck, it's Yoshi. Now you start believing maybe there is a higher power. And that's when I started taking religion seriously. I got Yoshi and Mario 64. Bam. You need to write write to the Pope with that. <laughs> this Pope is how I Francis. believed in God. Because I got Yoshi in Super Mario 64. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then like I could go, because you know the Pope has like a chimney. 
You climb up and maybe I can Mario down. <laughs> Hand him the letter. Do you know, like, the Pope has a chutney? Might be my favorite thing you've said all episode. <laughs> and that's as far as I go when it comes to Catholicism. That's my knowledge. Oh, you know he's got a chimney. He's got a chimney. It blows smoke, I think, when he dies, and they blow smoke when they're voting for another pope. And they blow smoke when they got a pope, and sometimes you can sneak in there, you can Mario it. Maybe you got a Donald Duck it, you got to move something to get down, but... Joe, can I ask you a question? When you were around that age, when you saw a painting on the wall, did you jump into it to expect to go into that world? Do Is it that want- kind of realism? <laughs> Realistically, do you want a liar or the truth? I, w- I want the truth. I would touch paintings and see if I could go in and ask it. <laughs> be like, no. Yes. No. Like, and maybe like, like, it never, it never broke through and I was like, oh, this is it. And I like hop in. Like, I would touch it and go like, see if it, if it, it ripples. Cause that's what the paintings would do. Yeah. 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 I was a real dumb kid. <laughs> that's amazing. That makes me happy. <laughs> Kyle, Tide Indoors wrote in, most of the hardcore players have gone and pre-ordered the system or at least attempted to. But for the more casual PS4 owner like myself, after what you saw yesterday, would you suggest that they make the switch to the PlayStation 5 sooner than later? Or why would you tell them to wait? I would tell you to wait, Tide Indoors, because if you're casual, you don't need this. Like real talk, you got if you if you're interested in Horizon, you got that Sackboy as well. Um, you you really could hold off at least for the year, at least for the, the uh, two years, because that's when these consoles will probably drop uh, drop in price. That's that's what I. Get. Yeah, I I I would echo what Joe said. There's if you're a casual PlayStation gamer, there's no need for you to jump on a PS5 right away at launch. Um, the only reason you might do that is if you're gifting it to somebody and you want to make sure you have it. But like, yeah, if, if you're casual enough where you're not d- within either day one or within week one of a major PlayStation Studios game playing it and like absorbing it, I, I feel like you can wait a little bit before hopping on the PS5 bandwagon yeah. and train. Yeah, same. The most famous Seamus I've ever met in my entire life writes in yet again. He says this, this is a bit of a personal, or sorry, this is a bit personal to me. Here it goes. So I get a 10% discount on everything in my store, except for dairy products, stupid regulations. So if I wanted to pre-order a PS5, I can get it 10% off. But then I realize that if I wait till October 5th, a day after Mr. Babbitt's birthday, I added that in. I could be able to get a PlayStation 5 pre-order during my store's 20% off everything for Employees Day. Provide if they still have PS5s left to pre-order, my question is, if you were the most famous Seamus you have ever met in your whole lives, that's a lot of risk. That's a lot of power you just granted me. Would you take that offer, 20, 20% off of a PS5? Would you risk I it for the biscuit? I love that famous Seamus is embracing it. I love it too. I love it too I love so it much. So much. Uh, I would absolutely take that risk. Yeah, I would absolutely take that risk. So here's what I'm doing, Seamus. I had it. I, I now I don't know what your 
credit situations like I'm thinking your FICO score is perfect because you're famous. Yeah. I what I've done is I've pre-ordered it on a credit card as like the hold off. Right? That's my hold off and and, and it won't charge me until it ships. Knock on some type of wood. But yeah. I I have it on my card. I'm waiting for the PlayStation thing, right? And seeing if I get the digital version I want. And if I do, cool. Like that's the PlayStation one is the one I'm getting, disc or not. And then I'm going to to hold on to that Walmart one until one of the pre-orders gives way, which probably the the Walmart mm-hmm. one. So I'm holding it on to the very last minute to make sure I have one. I know that's a, a toxic situation because that's what everybody's doing. That's probably what's screwing over so many other people, but I'm part yeah. of the problem. PlayStation should have got their act together. So yeah. what I would say is maybe do that if you're able to. But if you want to risk it for the biscuit, go for it. Uh, also, I know this. I used to work at GameStop. I know you can hide a console. <laughs> you can hide one at launch. So even if you don't, yeah. You could get shifty. You you know or where the, even the, the manager be like look. we're holding we're out of stock, but yep. in reality, but the game that you want is hidden in the drawer with my name on it. Yes, like I, I we've all done that. Oh, if you dude, I've done that. Before. All I've looked a fucking customer in their eyes and disappointed a child. <laughs> my favorite thing it, it happened all the time at my store because we had a customer that was big into. Um, strategy guides like i am mm-hmm. like over here on this this table i have a ton of tra- strategy guides and i would wait till they pennied out and i would just take them because they were weren't selling yeah. and i had there was a guy that would come into the store and be like all right are the pennied out strategy guides here yet i'd be like no no they're not everyone bought them sorry but no they were in my backpack in the back room damn <laughs> You're 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 not you're not getting pennied out strategy guide, sir. Uh-uh. No no. Alright. I respect it. I uh, respect the game. Before we get into the next thing, something I meant to mention before. Uh-huh. A little f- fun little tidbit question. Yeah. Wario sixty four. Uh-huh. How much compensation has he been getting for referral codes for everyone using his links? He, it's gotta be astronomical, correct? So okay, I know how those work because I work um Like talent relations or whatever. I forget what that. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Media relations, whatever. Part of PR. Um, where like you go to a creator and go, Hey, you want this code? If like, let's just say it's an Amazon affiliated link. As long as they click that link, even if they don't use it, if they go back to it within 30 days, they get a cut of that, that, that credit. So Wario 64 doesn't have to work a day in their life. <laughs> he's making bank just Dude, from yesterday. Yeah. Good God. God. He's in Belize right now. Are you kidding me? He's got a bot handling all of it. My goodness. That's insane. I know. I know. Yeah, he's what making... What am I doing in my life? Dude, I was... What am I doing? Why can't I be the Wario 65? I'll be the one that's a, one second after him. Damn. <laughs> uh, but yeah, also, I have a conspiracy theory. You want to hear it? Yeah. All conspiracy theories are true, by the way. I've, that's what I've been told. <laughs> they all uh, get that aluminum foil. Get it out. Add on. There you go. All right. Get your QAnon shirts. We're going on a journey. <laughs> what if Nibel and Wario64 are the same person? Listen, like, I've had that same thought. <laughs> I like they need to prove it. You never see them in the same room. You've never even seen them. Yeah. I think, I think that sometimes. And I think the other one is, uh, 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 Shinobi, I think is also part of that trio. Yeah. 
You think it's one or guy? T- or Titus. It's one of those. Titus is the one that comes out sometimes with like, I've been hearing some things right. and most of the time they're wrong. But like, I feel like it's, <laughs> they all live in a house. Like the YouTubers are TikTokers that all live in their house. <laughs> and they're just this group of people that want to live on Twitter and, and talk about video game deals and, and stuff all day. God damn TikTokers, <laughs> man. Your days are numbered. All right. Last question on the show. It comes from ask what, not why. Howdy, howdy, trophy tears. Ooh. We do need a name. Trophy tears could do it. I like hunters because we're hunting like trophies, trophy hunting. Oh, my you know? God. I'm trying to, trying to match it to like the Mickey Mouse clubhouse theme. Oh, I trophy there tears. Were mous- there were mouseketeers. That's right. <laughs> Trophy tears. Oh, I like it. Okay. It was my cult. <laughs> I find myself in an odd space since the PlayStation 5 event. Ask what not why says. Not so much about the price of the system or what the future of the system looks like, but dot, dot, dot. And ready, we're about to be taken on a journey. What is this system going to do that my current PDS4 games and what I... Or what is the reason I need this console right now? Miles Morales will be on PS4, and so will Horizon Forbidden West. Those are really the big, big, in quotes, games that I had, that had my interest, but hearing them being on PlayStation 4 got me thinking. Wait, so what do I need this console at launch for? I wish they'd show how PlayStation 4 games will benefit from the PlayStation 5. Like, will they load faster or run smoother, even without graphical updates? I don't know. Maybe it's because I tried to pre-order this sucker for two hours. God damn it, Sony. Only to get a no longer available alert that, that I got too slow. Sorry, I got too slow myself down and think, what? my need for this console at launch. Uh, Also, yes, the PlayStation Plus collection is great for people who are new to the system, but as someone who literally owns every single one of those games, I was not at all excited for that announcement. I've noticed this to be the case for most PS Plus free games of the month. They're starting to all be games I already purchased, so the benefit of PlayStation Plus is really for someone like me who doesn't game much online, question mark. I should also mention that I'm a PlayStation Now member, so a lot of those games offered for free uh, are free PlayStation Plus games I can already get on the PlayStation Now service. I was so hoping that they were going to announce a merger of PlayStation Now and the Plus services. But sigh, it didn't happen. I want to say that I'm in no way attempting to come off as pessimistic or disappointed with Sony. I'm just, I just think they're still key things not explicitly stated yet that will help convince me to moving to the next gen launch. Now, if I get a pre-order, would I refuse to take it? Obviously not. Because I know I'm eventually getting a PlayStation 5 Disc Edition the moment it's available, which leads me to wonder why I'm even questioning any of this. <laughs> well played, Sony. Well played. What a what a journey. What a, and I feel like that's what, what a journey. Yeah. What a lot of PlayStation people are kind of thinking, and I think that what Xbox folks don't need to because they've convinced themselves already. And I'm not saying that. I know that came off negative as I'm saying it, uh, but like like. 
Xbox people go, no, 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 like, it's cool, but it's it's about future-proofing. And I think that's what these consoles are. I think for the people that want these consoles, like, look, you, you obviously seem like you are like us, right? The hardcore, you're buying every first-party PlayStation game. This collection isn't for us. Yeah, there may be some games that fell through the cracks, but for the most part, you don't get a benefit here. Same with me. I think this is for the person that maybe left the ecosystem, came back. Maybe they're, you know, they are a newcomer to the series, or maybe there are someone that doesn't have that prolific uh, back catalog. Sorry, Mike. Excuse me. I think that collection serves them well. That said, yeah, this seems like it's going to be another kind of slow launch in terms of like, you don't need this console right away. It isn't as a necessity. Just like the Xbox Series X is not a necessity, or X rather. And to me, and I, I, I said this on Twitter, and I want to know your thoughts here, Kyle, is that I'm at the point where I don't think Xbox or PlayStation has told me the reason I need to get this right now. Like, I don't ha- like, I'm getting it because I run a PlayStation podcast and because it's mm-hmm. a graduation gift. It's a treat yourself moment. So, Kyle, what say you? Yeah, I, for me, I still have reasons to get it at launch. Okay. Uh, I, I think the promise of what Ratchet and Clank has been mm-hmm. and the fact that I, the, I feel like that's early 2021 and what everything they talk about seems for me to believe that that is true. Mm-hmm. And and the fact that God of War two was teased for next year and is also a PS five only thing has me hyped enough to to make me feel even better. Like I'm I'm not gonna sit here and say I'm bummed that I have a, a PS five pre order because I'm not. I'm still gonna play everything going forward on PS five that is going to come out on PS five. Yeah, from from November onward, Gotham Knights. Uh, uh, Far Cry 6, AC Valhalla, Cyberpunk, you name it, I'm going to play that on my PS5. So I, I, I think the reason why you want it now is for the the promise or the tease at what Ratchet and Clank has given us. That tease of God of War, Ragnarok is coming. Like, those teases of only what two of Sony's worldwide studios are putting out next year, in addition to Horizon Forbidden West is a massive year for Sony next year. And why not already get your PS5 already now? And your, your thing about no talk about PS Now and Plus services, I feel like that's coming soon, like we talked about earlier. So you might have your answer for that because they really do need to figure out how to make that more appealing. Yeah. Because they're both great services, but it's they need to work together on that. But don't feel bad if you don't have one now. I get your I get your thoughts. Yeah. Uh, if you have one or pre-ordered secured, welcome. I'm happy for you too. PlayStation's not going anywhere anytime soon, so it, it's it's good time to be a PlayStation fan, no matter how, which way you which way you look at. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, I I feel the same here. I feel like we're entering the console launch at a, a time where both companies are doing good. I think Xbox is in good mm-hmm. place. Sony's in a good place. I want to leave with this message because it's been a wild week where I've seen a lot of Xbox people going like, told you so, or like, hey, you know, like, why don't you see this? Sony's being deceptive here, this, that, and the other thing. I'm on the side of this. When How I look at the trophy room 
is we are by the players for the players. I am not held by Sony to say nice things about Sony. I'm here because the, the ecosystem enticed me to be here and, and they're holding my dial dollar until they don't. Um, mm-hmm. I hold no respect, no trust, no nothing, no love to any corporation. That's been my motto since day numero uno. So like when I take a look at Phil Spencer to me and, and Jim Ryan equally bet they're nice guys, but I never trust them. I, I understand Phil's a visionary. He's doing a lot of really great things. He is pushing the industry forward. I Just like Awada, right? Awada was a great leader for Nintendo, took responsibility when he messed up. He, he, he fits that company, right? At the same exact time, they are people that are on a mission to sell you something. So I don't trust any of them. I have an obligation for you to you, the viewer, to be truthful to you, to be truthful to myself. And I think we lose sight when we're trying to argue to people because I feel like Xbox fans are at this point where they've had to take so many lumps for five years. Their service has gotten so good. Like Xbox series, uh, you know, Xbox Game Pass is an amazing revolutionary service. It is what will be one of the options, the future for games, right? At the same exact time, Xbox people are so tired of thumping that so hard where they're just like, why don't you see the value? Why don't you see what Xbox is doing here? Why won't you praise Xbox for the all access? Why won't you, you know, praise you know, Xbox for their transparency? This, that, and the other thing. And their aggravation is that most gamers, like when you come to us and go, Joe, how could you, how can you not see what Xbox is doing great? And I say, they are doing great. Love your thing. If this product brings you happiness, you don't need to convince me. It's yours. I'd be happy with your thing you got. But at the same exact time, like I'm happy with, with PlayStation. I don't need to toss shade your way. That's not what we're, we're here to do. So what I say to end out this show, I get it. This week has been very toxic. Um, it's, I'm taking like a nice Twitter vacation is be nice to people. Stop trying to make a stand for companies that really don't care. If Sony really cared, they would give you Spider-Man remaster for free. They ain't because they ain't a charity, right? You know, Xbox promised Halo. They didn't deliver Halo. They're not liars. They're not the awful company because they didn't. Is it disappointing? Yes. But at the end of the day, they looked at the numbers. They know if we launch later, it's going to do well numbers-wise for that service. They took that hit. They took that sacrifice for a reason. You know, Xbox Game Pass is great and there's value to it, but they also have to understand that those are games that I don't want, that a lot of other gamers don't want. I don't want live service games. So, like, those games don't speak to me. And I know this is a long, stupid rant, but, like, I feel like we got to respect each other in the ecosystems that we lie in. We don't have to convince people to be one side or the other. We can just talk about games and enjoy them. You know, like, you know, I, I could be a subscriber to, to Game Pass and PlayStation Now, and I am, and it's so easy because there are great games everywhere made by people that are sacrificing their time and their effort. So when you shit on games like Bug Snacks and how we jokingly do, uh, understand that those are people working on a game that they're passionate about. And when you shit on them, you're, you're shitting on, on that person. 
And that's not the type of people we want to be. There are hard people that work fucking really long hours on both Sony's end and Microsoft's end to give you products in which you can enjoy to forget about the situation in the world of which we are in. So be better to each other. Please, please enjoy what you game. With all that said, if I, if this was a brand new mic, I'd drop it right now. <laughs> mic drop. Damn. That was perfect. With all that said, with all that out of the way, everybody, <laughs> keep hunting and keep playing PlayStation. Oh wait, Heart. oh no, take the take the wave away. What's that? I forgot. I was waving goodbye, and then but I, I forgot for you away. to pimp out your stuff. You've heard me for three other episodes this week. If you haven't followed me at WhoNetNinja73 on Twitter or sent me a friend request on PSN with the same name, what are you doing with your life? I'm a delight on Twitter. <laughs> but seriously, yeah, who did you Twitter on Twitter, PSN, kindnyc.com uh, or at kindnyc for everything else that I do on the interwebs. And you can find us over at PS Trophy Room on Twitter. We're also a gosh dang delight. You can find us over at the Casa de Bad Bit Discord server. You can find this show, the video version, over at youtube.com slash bad bit games. And you can find this podcast on any podcast service of your choosing. Remember, rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Once we hit 100 reviews there, we're giving away a next-gen game on the house to a lucky winner. Find Demon us. Souls. Demon Miles Souls. Morales. It's waiting Sackboy. there. It's waiting there. It's up to you. All you got to do, five stars. Come on. What's, what do you got to lose? You know? Nothing. Last person that said that became president. With all that said, <laughs> oh. with all that out of the oh, way. No. Please review us on iTunes, Stars, Spotify, Google Play, whatever the case may be. With all that said, with all that out of the way, everybody keep hunting and keep playing PlayStation. That one's for real.